Thank you for joining us. This is the second in a series of podcasts being covered by the financial services team here at Shoesmiths. We will be discussing the impact of the new consumer duty on the life cycle of a credit agreement. The first podcast was an introduction to the consumer duty and in our second instalment we are going to consider how the proposed consumer duty may impact on financial promotions advertising credit. I am Rita Sheikh, a member of the Shoesmiths Financial Services and Financial Promotions Review Team, and I am joined by Dan Bennett, a Principal Associate and Head of our Financial Promotions Review Service here at Shoesmiths. So, let's get started, Dan. Perhaps it might be worth recapping exactly what the proposed consumer duty is. Absolutely. The consumer duty is being proposed by the FCA to set higher expectations for the standard of care that firms provide to retail customers. There are three main limbs to the proposals. Number one, the consumer principle. Number two, cross-cutting rules. And number three, the four outcomes. The consumer principle will be introduced as a new principle 12 of the FCA principles for business. The FCA originally set out two possible options for the wording of the principle, but has now settled on, a firm must act to deliver good outcomes for retail customers. In terms of the cross-cutting rules, firms must act in good faith towards customers, avoid foreseeable harm to customers, and enable and support customers to pursue their financial objectives. These then break down further into four outcomes, one of which is customer understanding, which will form the basis of our discussions today. So Dan, can you tell us what is a customer understanding outcome? The customer understanding outcome, this is all about communication with customers to ensure they can make effective, timely, and properly informed decisions about financial products and services. This should include firms communicating with existing customers from time to time to ensure that their products and services are fit for purpose and meeting the needs of their customers and that there are no unforeseen issues making such products and services unsuitable. It is worth noting that the customer understanding outcome applies to all communications between firms and customers or potential customers. However, as today we're looking at advertising in the credit agreement lifecycle, we will focus on financial promotions, which will, re- which will be relevant to the likes of credit brokers and lenders rather than trying to cover all forms of communication. Why are the FCA placing so much importance on the customer understanding outcome? The FCA have stated that consumers can only be expected to take responsibility where firms' communications enable them to understand their products and services, their features and risks, and the implications of any decisions they must make, and that they want customers to be given the information they need at the right time and presented in a way that they can understand. This is an integral part of firms creating an environment in which consumers can pursue their financial objectives. Customers who are not given clear and timely information find it harder to make an informed or timely decision. Customers can only make informed decisions based on the accuracy and clarity of the information provided to them, and so the FCA are reiterating that this responsibility rests with firms. The FCA see this as key to avoid consumer misunderstanding, negative outcomes, and consumer detriment. It is important to stay at this stage There appears to be no plans to change the existing consumer credit specific financial promotion rules, which are contained in the Consumer Credit Sourcebook, also known as CONC. We will touch on some of the issues this may cause later. What do the new proposed rules and guidance require firms to do? Principle 7, which has always previously existed, states a firm must pay due regard to the information needs of its clients and communicate information to them in a way which is clear, fair and not misleading. And this has always been the main principle and bedrock of the financial promotions rules. However, this is now to be replaced by principle 12 in most cases, although it still applies in some situations, such as with SME customers. As a reminder, principle 12 states, 
a firm must act to deliver good outcomes for retail customers. And together with the new rules and guidance, this underpins the consumer understanding outcome. The idea being that the new principle and rules impose a higher standard of conduct than principle seven did previously. This does mean that it's likely that a failure to act in accordance with the existing uh, guidance on principle seven, which would have amounted to a breach, is also likely to be a breach under the new consumer duty. So how will the new consumer duty be implemented in respect of the customer understanding outcome? The FCA have set out a number of um, items which they expect firms to um, take action on. We can't go into detail necessarily on all of those today. But in summary, the FCA expect firms to support their customers' understanding by ensuring that their communications meet the information needs of retail customers, are likely to be understood by the average customer intended to receive the communication, and equip them to make decisions that are effective, timely, and properly informed. Firms are expected to ensure that they communicate information in a way which is clear, fair, and not misleading. So the concept of clear, fair, and not misleading, which again has underpinned uh, the rules around financial promotions previously, does remain. Um, and as before, it remains very important. Firms are expected to tailor communications, taking into account the characteristics of the retail customers intended to receive the communication, including any characteristics of vulnerability, the complexity of products, the communication channel used, and the role of the firm. Firms are expected to ensure information provided to retail customers is accurate, relevant, and provided on a timely basis. I think it's fair to say that this would have been an expectation under the previous rules um, and financial promotion regime as well. So not much has changed on that point. Firms are expected to tailor communications to meet the information needs of individual customers and check that customers understand the information where appropriate. When a firm is interacting directly with a customer on a one-to-one -one basis, although the FCA has given guidance that this should be on a proportionate basis and therefore firms are not necessarily expected to check that every customer who has seen a financial promotion has fully understood it. Having said that, there is a requirement to test, monitor, and where failings are found or shortcomings, adapt future communications in order to correct that issue. There seems to be a lot to bear in mind. So what does this mean for firms in practice? The FCA talks about firms putting themselves in the shoes of the customers, which is often a challenge for individuals who work with the financial products day in, day out. To some extent, the people creating and reviewing financial promotions are being asked to forget what they know and consider the promotions with a fresh mindset. The FCA wants firms to look at what information is presented and how it is presented to enhance clarity. For example, the FCA suggests a layered approach to the giving of information and for the information to be relevant, simple and well-timed. Realistically, this means that firms should look at all their financial promotions that they intend to use going forward. And I would suggest firms start doing this now. I say act now because this not only applies to single financial promotions, but also financial promotions, including, for example, online journeys and promotional videos. These are often not easy or quick to change. And so the review process should start now to consider consumer duty and the impact of the consumer duty going forward. In respect of tailoring communications, there are existing requirements to ensure financial promotions are likely to be understood by those who will receive the promotion. So this doesn't really feel like a new requirement, but perhaps now with greater emphasis. Does this mean financial promotions are going to change? Clearly, if firms are not already following the rules on financial promotions, then the consumer duty should be the wake up call they need to review and make sure they are compliant. However, for those firms who are already complying with the conk rules, particularly on credit advertising, 
the fact that the prescriptive rules aren't changing seems to me to restrict firms' ability to make any large-scale changes. As the FCA have said, firms may be able to make smaller changes to make financial promotions clearer or easier to understand, but in my view, the existing rules do hamper this. There is possibly more scope on larger websites or online journeys because there is more time and space to include more information and further explanation, but equally firms must be careful to ensure that all the information remains relevant and timely and to not overwhelm the customer. There may also be further scope for changes in financial promotions for higher agreements, as the current rules are far less onerous and complex than those for credit. Here there is perhaps greater scope and room to up standards and include further information. However, this will very much be down to each firm to assess where they are currently and whether they could do more. Finally, I think it's worth noting that the FCA has always said that the use of click-throughs would not make a financial promotion compliant if it's not already compliant as a standalone piece. The FCA is now suggesting firms use layering as a way of getting across information clearly. But as far as we know, the FCA is not changing its stance on click-throughs, which would seem like an obvious way to help firms take a layering approach to financial promotions. Again, it would be really helpful if the existing conch rules could be updated to complement the requirements of consumer duty, but we don't expect this to happen anytime soon. So Dan, can you tell us more about the requirement to test, monitor and adopt communications? This is perhaps something that many firms already do, but how it is done will vary greatly. Some firms may try to learn lessons from customer complaints and make changes to future advertising. Some may use focus groups uh, to look at their financial promotions and whether customers are understanding and whether those financial promotions are hitting home. And some may currently do nothing at all. Although I think if that was the case, it probably would be a failing under the current rules as well. Going forward, firms will be expected to test customer understanding of proposed promotions on a proportionate basis and ultimately where a risk of harm to consumers is possible. Where there is no meaningful risk of consumer harm, then no testing is required. Although clearly a lack of testing for this reason is something that a firm should be able to justify. Firms should also monitor the responses to promotions, including complaints to identify issues or where repeated similar questions are raised by consumers. This can be done with the help of MI. However, clearly this requires firms to have systems in place to carry out this monitoring. Following testing and monitoring, firms should adapt future promotions where issues are identified in order to address any shortcomings in the consumer understanding outcome. And can you foresee any issues with the proposals for firms? As mentioned earlier, the existing detailed credit advertising rules and guidance in Conk remains, although there, are, there have been calls for this to be overhauled for years, and those calls continue to grow. These existing rules are very prescriptive and inflexible, as well as, in my view, creating complicated credit advertising with APRs and representative examples that many customers find it hard to understand and follow. The FCA has to some degree acknowledged the issue, but hasn't really fully addressed the fact that the rules themselves could be said to be adding to the problem. Instead, the FCA has confirmed that the existing rules should be followed, but firms are also required to meet the requirements of the customer understanding outcome, which to me, certainly in some cases, feels like a contradictory requirement. I do not think that we will see the conch rules change and certainly not before the consumer duty is introduced. So I think the best firms can do is to try to adapt to consumer duty as much as possible whilst working within the existing restrictive financial promotion rules. So does the consumer duty impact on commission disclosure requirements in financial promotions? The FCA amended and introduced new rules around commission disclosure, including in financial promotions fairly recently, 
And at present, there is nothing to suggest that those specific rules are changing under the proposed consumer duty. However, given the impact the industry is seeing of cases such as Wood and Pengeli, several in the industry are suggesting that full commission disclosure may be an appropriate way forward in any event, i.e. to disclose the existence, nature, and also the amount of commission without being asked for the amount by the customer. Now, disclosing the amount may not always be possible in a financial promotion due to the lack of specific detail, but where, for example, a flat fee is paid, it would be fairly easy to disclose the amount of the, the commission. Given the idea behind the consumer duty and the open and transparent nature that the FCA is seeking, it would seem like full commission disclosure would fit with these requirements. And whilst it is not specifically stated as a requirement, it could be seen as another factor pushing lenders and particularly credit brokers towards full disclosure of the commission amount as standard. Last but not least, should firms be doing anything now? Absolutely. Given the volume and complexity of financial promotions and customer journeys, firms should start thinking about this now. Even if the consumer duty went away, which it won't, there would be no harm in looking to review and make financial promotions clearer and greater understood by customers. The deadline to respond to the FCA's second consultation paper passed on the 15th of February, and the FCA is now expected to publish its policy statement with any new rules by the 31st of July 2022. It seems pretty unlikely that there will be any wholesale changes to the proposals at this stage. So in terms of what firms can be doing now, firstly, there is no substitute for reading and familiarising with the second consultation paper. But do take a fresh look at your financial promotions and communications with customers and think, are they really as clear, simple and timely as they could be? Thank you, Dan. And thank you all for listening. We hope you find this podcast useful. Of course, if you need any assistance with anything we've talked about today, please do check out the Shoesmith Consumer Duty Hub on our website and do get in touch with us and we'll be very happy to help. Listen out for our next instalment where we talk about the impact of consumer duty on the consumer journey. 